0: Hey what's up, welcome to the Maria Life Lessons Podcast, the place where I keep it deep, simple and spiritual. My name is Gemi and I am your host for the day and it is an absolute pleasure to serve you, to have you and to be with God today thank you so much for tuning in I pray that today's episode blesses you I'm talking about why we need salvation perhaps you've been wondering the purpose of Christ coming on this earth and the reason why salvation is important for your life and I hope that by the end of today's episode you will be able to understand the purpose of salvation all right yes let's do this it is monday it is monday and mondays do not have to be blue all right um i pray that today that you are blessed and that god uh, is keeping you and that um yeah man you are in great health all right so before i jump into today's episode i do want to pray um over this word and yeah for god to just bless us so heavenly father thank you so 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 much thank you so much for this opportunity and for the ability to speak about your word thank you father god for your revelation your understanding and everything that you have placed in my heart today and revealed to me for the purpose of of empowering and uplifting your people father thank you so much that you are a God that is so good that loves your children Lord God that you do not leave us alone father but we have your Holy Spirit who empowers us and helps us God and I pray for those who are not saved today Lord for those who need salvation for those who desire salvation for those whose family members need salvation God I pray that today That there is someone or people who will be touched and lives will be changed and your spirit ignited in them, Father God, setting them ablaze and beginning to transform their lives. May they come face to face with the creator of, of, of all. May they come face to face with you, Lord Jesus Christ, the son of God, who is the one who loves us and has died for us and saved our lives. Thank you so much. For what you're going to be doing today and each person that you'll be touching, Father God, may you fill up our hearts, Lord. May you transform lives today and fill up this place. You are welcome, Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I worship and glorify your name, Holy God. In Jesus' name, I praise you. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, okay. Jumping straight into it, like I said, this is... um, an exciting topic for me as always i mean it's a privilege like i say to speak about the word of god and it's so amazing to have to encourage someone and to shed some light had it not been for someone else telling me about christ i would not be who i am today so this is why i also get so excited to be able to share with you what christ has said and what he has done so as i was saying why do we need salvation right so like i said today we're looking at why we need salvation why jesus came to offer it and You know how this basically affects our lives. Okay, so Jesus came on the earth to redeem the world Right and us people from destruction Okay, it may not seem that way when we look at the world or you look at your family your workplace your health Whatever situation or oppression and destruction you're facing right now It may not seem that way, but I want you to know that Jesus came to save you Okay, he could, he came to save you from all destruction from all kind of sickness pain um depression anxiety whatever it is you know and so i want you to be encouraged in today's episode and have your heart open and ready because you never know like they always say god can literally change your life in a moment okay in a single moment and so i pray that today's episode definitely blesses you so what many people may know right is that jesus lived on the earth. This is something we either either heard about at school or maybe um you know Bible stories um or whether you overheard a conversation or even if it just means it's one time a year when you learn about Jesus and it's only in Easter where probably that's the only time you are bombarded, you know, about this picture and you see this man on the cross and you see this man, you know, suffering um being nailed and you don't know the backstory behind that you don't know um what the purpose of this is why is this here why am i seeing this and all that stuff right so many people may know about jesus being on the earth living on the earth dying on the earth but may not understand why right and that's another reason why many people are oppressed um and may not see how jesus can possibly change their lives right you may be facing an impossible insurmountable situation and may make you think like there's no way that this God who died on the cross who um did this years ago could probably change my life but the story does not end there okay and I'm going to share the revelation and understanding that God my great and magnificent God shared with me to give you today so the goal of salvation right um what I believe was already set in motion uh the moment when adam and eve disobeyed god in the garden and if you're not familiar with the story right you've probably either just seen a depiction of two naked people in the garden eating an apple with like a tree and a snake on the side um or you've actually read the story whatever it is but if you look at genesis um three this is the beginning of like the fall of man prior to that man was in perfect standing and a perfect relationship with god but in genesis 3 Satan came, um, and, well, before Satan came, God had told Adam and Eve specific um, instructions, given them specific instructions, that they can have anything they want in the garden, but they should not eat from a specific tree, right? And when he he, he also told them what happens when they eat from the tree, that they will end up um, dying. The words he uses that you will surely die if you eat from that tree. So now they may, may not have died, physically right however they did die spiritually having separation from god and so when we look at genesis 3 verse 14 to 15 right in the amplified version this is what i'm basically getting to now is god now um addressing this issue after adam and eve had sinned and decided to disobey god and eat from that tree he told them not to eat from and this is what he said because you have done this You are cursed more than the cattle, more than the animal of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity, open hostility between you and the woman, and between your seed offspring and her offspring. He shall fatally bruise your head, and you shall only bruise his heel. Now God was not talking to Adam and Eve in this instance. He was actually speaking to um satan because once he had arrived in the garden and he saw um he was looking for adam and saw what had happened and so now immediately you know um satan was now the one left in the position where he had tempted them and now god was dealing with him regarding this hold on give me a second i just want to charge my phone needs to charge my devices all right so so yes as i was saying um yeah so adam and eve i'm sorry satan was the one who had t- tempted them and this is what god was saying to satan um in verse 14 to verse 15 okay so now um when we look at that right that's how we realize that Our sinful nature began and uh basically destruction came into the world and it also reflects the the life we're probably living now you know like how destruction came into the world after the disobedience of man in the garden you know because now we're being separated from god separated um from the original plan that god had for man right but god is all-knowing god is all-knowing he already had a plan from the beginning. And that plan, if you look carefully, is actually depicted in that very verse. When God says um, to the serpent or to Satan, I will put enmity and hostility between you and the woman and between your seed and her offspring, he shall fatally bruise your head. He shall fatally bruise your head and you shall not bruise his and you shall only bruise his heel that's 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 very key so god's plan for salvation was already in motion um and for the redemption of humanity and the world Had already begun from that verse when god was referring to that and mentioning that and when he said he when god mentions he in the text he was referring to jesus so now before genesis um three uh before adam and eve disobeyed god sin was not in the world as i was saying right because god had created us to be in fellowship and relationship with him you know to be like him and to just be all that he had created us to be and this is according to genesis 1. He created us man, 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 and sorry, male and female, and also mentioned that we are to have dominion over all things on the earth, be fruitful and multiply. So, those are three key, th- key things number one, he created us to be like him, number two, he created us male and female, and number three, he gave us the um dominion um on the earth, and number four, to be fruitful and multiply now let's look at genesis 1 verse 26 229 for this right and it says then god said let us father son holy spirit make man in our image according to our likeness not physical but a spiritual personality and moral likeness let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea the birds of the air the cattle and over the entire earth and over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth so god created man in his own image in the image and likeness in in, in the image and likeness of god he created him male and female he created them and god blessed them Granting them certain authority and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, subjudicate, putting it under under your power, rule over it, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves on the earth. So this is the amplified version that I was reading from. Um, very beautiful, very beautiful scripture. And so in this right um, you can see like the position the place every single thing that God had created in the beginning for us right and if you're wondering if you're someone who's ever wondered and listen like I've heard of evolution all that if you wondered if you come from apes like evolution no you did not okay animals were created separately and if you read that in the verses before that you will see that you were not made you were not some like random thing that just happened um, some experiment that happened there was intentionality as you as you heard in the scripture with god they came into agreement and decided to create you they decided father son holy spirit to create you right so you do not come from a monkey or something if that's something that you've um believed i just want you to to know that if you're someone who's been wondering about that so yes you are made in god's image we're made in god's image originally and this means that all creation came from god came from one man and one one man and one woman one woman right adam and eve now when they disobeyed god right and began to sin sin came into um us humans because we came from that creation right it came into us humans and thus also came into the world now making things ruined and this now was handed over to the devil so the rightful position that we originally had um we had lost we had lost our rightful position that christ gave us or that god gave us and we handed over our dominion to the devil so basically and what happened in the garden that rightful position was handed over to the devil so no longer were adam and eve now dominating no longer um were they in control right because now they made the decision to turn from god allowed satan to speak to them an unfamiliar voice right a voice that does not belong to god a a completely different voice to speak to them and to come in between them and god and now causing them to disobey god and so now they were no longer in the position of dominion that i had that that um god had basically explained or said in the scripture that i just read you know so It placed man in a basically very vulnerable position, right? No more were our hearts pure. Now this is where all kinds of immorality, sin became brewing at the core of our being. Just being tainted by sin and being controlled by sin at the core of our being. But this does not mean it's the end. No, because Jesus already came as promised by God in Genesis 3, right? He died on the cross and rose again for you and for me. So, we hear that a lot, but like do like do we really know what that means, right? Do we truly understand what that means? If I'm honest, prior to my salvation, I had no clue what that meant i yes, I would go to church and see Easter services, get an Easter egg at the end of the service, and that was it for me. But coming home, I was living a very, very defeated life, and the clear sign that we don't understand the position we have don't understand what christ has done on the cross or don't have any revelation of it is that we live a defeated life a life where you believe that you still have to fight the devil yourself whereas christ himself has already defeated the devil and he's already conquered everything right because we in our own strength and power could not overcome sin like if you look at the bible and you look at some of the stories before so many times God uh, brought up a king or, you know, there was someone trying to rule, someone trying to have dominion. But over time, there was always um, a form of sin, something that was always taking over the person and almost enabling them, making it hard for them to become more like God, right? Making it hard to either obey God and it's like the person's mind was just framed to just do wrong and to go against god and the only life they knew was a life of sin uh, sin and destruction you know and so when you're living a defeated life when you're living a defeated life and you're unaware of who god is and what god has done for you this is where the enemy begins to have an advantage so you may call yourself a christian yet you're still struggling in sin you're still struggling in temptation so sometimes certain things we're doing them um knowingly and some of them it's unknowingly so it's either through ignorance or disobedience and either way the devil does not care what your position is right he does not care whether it's ignorance or disobedience either way he is going to leverage that time to try and mess up with you but know and understand that we have overcome that god and his power he has overcome that through the finished work of the cross, the shed blood of the cross. And Jesus came and took back that dominion and handed it over um, back to us, right? So what we had lost or what was lost in the garden, Jesus came back and had that dominion handed over to us. What we had given up, the position that we had given up, choosing something else um, over God is now brought back to us now through faith and believe in christ this is how you begin to carry that victory and when you have the vision understanding you begin to exercise it because it's the finished work of the cross over the powers of evil remember the scripture said that christ will fatally bruise the head of the serpent he will fatally bruise um the uh, the enemy and so when you understand the meaning of fatal like it's done it's finished it's dead it's gone you know but yes we're still living in a fallen world and christ is still going to come again and finish everything else um but at the moment we still have to um stand in the authority we have and exercise the power we have over the enemy you know it doesn't mean that um we just stop where we are And we do not continue to fight. Yes, the enemy is going to try to fight you. He's going to try to fight you for your position. He's going to try to fight you so you um, think you're not strong enough, not able to do it, whatever it is. But trust and believe. I'm telling you, when you allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, you will see the same power that was in Christ taking over inside of you. All right. So, so yes, Christ did not come only um, to save us and our lives and our souls. We also came to redeem the entire world remember god is also the one who created the earth everything in the earth the plants the animals the sea creatures etc but, but again because of sin death poverty sickness and all the destruction came in and as we take our rightful position as believers in the world and begin to exercise our god-given authority in the earth and call upon heaven down here on earth we will see the will of god done on earth as it is in heaven right and we will begin to walk in power and authority like we will see instead of all this like bad stuff dominating in certain industries when we take on our power and rightful position and we stand and become serious about god and what he's requiring and asking you to do and not being lukewarm and complacent but actually standing up in what he's requiring you to do then you will begin to see change in your actual life then you'll be able to see How now you are bringing the kingdom of god here on earth as it is in heaven and the bible says that like when a person is is is, um i believe delivered that the kingdom of god is established right because at this moment like the enemy may is the ruler of the world and and constantly causing more and more destruction but as a child of god you know as a child of god and a child who knows their rightful position in christ you begin to take the position and of authority and take over so if you're struggling with anxiety or you're struggling with addiction fighting the same cycles hurting dying on the inside living in sickness depression um, whatever evil um, that's been bringing you pain know that that isn't god's desire or will for your life he cares for you he loves you and there's a valid reason why you are here See, the reason why it's important to know that um, is that knowing that Christ not only died for you, is not enough okay the most important thing is knowing that he rose again because now if you only think that Christ is dead you will look at yourself like oh my goodness who is going to help me if the one person that I was believing in is dead but it does not stop there, because now if it seems that if it only stops on him being dead then you end up thinking that the devil had power over him which is not the truth but that is a lie but once you know that the Spirit of God is the one that raised him up from the dead and he's the one that rose up in power, then you know that the victory belongs to God and not Satan, because he has been destroyed and fatally bruised, as the word says. And so, with that being said, you will understand that you are not one who was supposed to be dead, but you are one who was alive and risen up in God. For the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead raises you up from spiritual emotional turmoil and death and that means you do not have to stay down and live a defeated life because he lived a human life he lived your human life in your experience but yet he did not fall into sin like you and i right because he had the power to overcome that he was god himself who came in a human form and chose to live this life a humble life for the purpose of us because he loved us and he saw how we do not have the power and ability to handle sin on our own to be able to overcome sin that was now wired in us but now he is moving us back into being in the position where we are now in God's image and likeness according to the scriptures and according to his word where we become more like him and less like the world so remember it is it does not stop with christ dying remember that he rose again when you remember that you know that he has risen and has ascended into heaven but him being in heaven does not mean he's so far away that he cannot reach you no remember he also said when i ascend i am going to send a helper i have to go And when I go, I'm going to send you the helper. And the helper is the Holy Spirit. So it means that you are not alone. You are with the Spirit of God here on earth. You are the one who is sitting with the power of God in you and with you. And because of that, the Spirit of God enables you to do the things of God, to do the will of God and empowers you to want to live for God in the mighty name of Jesus. And I recently found out that the New Testament was written in the greek right there are certain words in, gr- in the greek that have different meanings yet translate to like oh, um one simple word in english right an example of this is what i mentioned in last week's episode um and last week's episode was what was the last week's episode about it was about i forgot i forgot the title but it, it was about jesus as well i just forgot the title but it had to do with um jesus's life as well and so what i mentioned last week right is that jesus comes and he mentions that he came to give us life right or life more abundantly and this is one word life that we see in the english but in the greek life means three different things now depending on what jesus is saying or the context of the conversation you can kind of figure out what he's saying so in one meaning he may say he came to give you life And he might be talking about in the Greek, which is translated to Zoe, which is eternal life. And another meaning is, um, suke, which is like life for your soul. Right. And then another one is bios, which is like natural life. And so now when we look at the meaning of salvation in the Greek, right. Um, again, (laughs) there's more than one meaning, right. Um, salvation for me, I always just used to think that it's, it plainly means Just the forgiveness of your sins and redeeming you and that's it. Just saving you. You know, typical word and we say someone saved you, like, oh my gosh, I'm in danger. You take me out of it. Right? Very surface level. But the word salvation is translated into sozo in the Greek, which means to save from all kinds of peril in life. To deliver, to set free, to redeem, to restore, to make whole, to keep whole, to... Make or keep safe and sound, to make complete and to heal. So this just shows, like, if been, if you've been wondering, can Jesus actually handle my life? Can God really, really, really handle my life? The mess that I'm in right now, is it even possible? Yes, it is. This shows that Jesus touches not just our natural issues, but our emotional and spiritual issues. And we've also heard that Christ is called the Savior, which this name is also used to describe Jesus, right? um and savior means deliverer liberator redeemer um whole maker or healer this reveals who jesus who jesus is and also what he does okay he already is your savior he already is your redeemer he already is your deliverer from whatever situation that you're facing now we just have to get serious about pursuing him because the devil is not playing about destroying people we also have to get serious about pursuing him and being on fire for him right now is the time to rightfully stand in your position and exercise your authority the bible says that the day of salvation is now it's not about tomorrow next week Or whenever I feel like it, the day of salvation is now because no one knows the day, the hour, or the time when He's coming except the Father, not even Christ Himself. Um, It's only the Father who knows. So we ought to stay ready, okay? But as we wait for Christ and as we prepare for Him to come, we have to work and be in partnership with the Holy Spirit, who is our rightful inheritance once we receive eternal life and salvation from Christ. So eternal life is yours. Victory is yours here on this earth as it is in heaven. Your family salvation is yours. Whatever it is, God has it and is in charge of it. So I pray that you make the episode and the effort today to choose the king because he already chose you. I've heard this many times. Many are called but few are chosen and that really does shake me to the core. Because now, um, I never understood what that meant. But from what I'm hearing people say, and you know, when some prophets speak, it's that many people are called. And oh my Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. He's reminding me of, you know, oh, Rodoboshia, He's reminding me of the, the banquet, right? There's a scripture in the Bible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are so amazing. There's a scripture in the Bible that speaks about um, a king, who's getting ready to uh, create a feast for his um, son. Like his son is getting married, right? Um, if, I'm, if I'm not getting this wrong, and the king is, of course, God, his son being Jesus. And now there's a big wedding feast that's about to happen. Gang food, so much food, right? Cold people come in, let the rightful people come through and um, enjoy and celebrate with my child. Let them celebrate right but then people decide not to come and then now they tell you know what the, the the service and the guests go outside go get people in the streets go get whoever you can find who's willing to come let them come let them eat with me let them eat and be merry with me and they choose to come so that i believe does refer to some people who perhaps may think they know god but god now invites them and they're like eh, that's not really god And it can also refer to like many are called, but few are chosen, right? Many are called, and few are chosen. You are the one who makes yourself chosen, basically. If I'm not mistaken, because God hands out the invitation, but when you say yes, you are choosing to walk in His path. You are choosing to walk with Him, and you are rejecting um, everything, leaving everything and That's when you start to see miraculous things happening and your life changing in ways you could never imagine So I pray this episode has blessed you And I just want to see this again with prayer Father in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for being here today Sharing your word, speaking, encouraging people for the God, uplifting them for the betterment of their lives I pray Spirit of God that today there is transformation, change and you'll move Holy Ghost um, In areas of people's lives that Lord there'll be conviction 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 and realize lord the purpose and why you came here thank you so much for salvation thank you for eternal life thank you lord that you love me more and love us so much that it's not just about um us getting to heaven but also thriving here on earth with the power of your holy spirit we thank you for not leaving us as orphans and making sure that we are taken care of through the power of your spirit i thank you and i bless you and i pray that every person who's listening is uplifted and makes the right choice for god to choose you today in jesus mighty name blessed be your holy name amen 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 Mwah. amen thank you thank you thank you i love you lord thank you so much for tuning in i pray once again that this has blessed you do share this episode with someone who you think may need it um like i said this is not for likes reviews and all that stuff no we are literally participating in helping um reach more people touch the kingdom of god i'm sorry reach people and spread the kingdom of god and having more people know about christ okay because you never know how god can use you to change someone's life you are simply help you are simply being partners as well and helping build the kingdom and push this thing so thank you so much for tuning in god bless you god keep you until next week bye